Hello and welcome to uh, the commentary for Kingery Season 5, Episode 8. Uh, I'm Chris Stoddard, I'm the director, and with me is Susan Bridges, the writer for this episode. Hi, Susan. Hello. Hi, how are you? <clears throat> well, I'm doing good. Uh, I hope you guys had a, uh, a good anniversary. We're doing this commentary a little late. <laughs> yes, I took a, a day off, which I never do, and like ignored everything, including my email, and then caused a panic. Sorry. No, no, not your fault, because if I was on the ball, this would have been recorded weeks ago. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's talk about this episode. This episode is titled Losing My Religion. Yes. Uh, where did that come from? Because uh, I don't see any religion in this episode. Yeah, but there's some sex, you know. But, <laughs> you know, the, um, the title, I kind of was thinking about how in a lot of these scenes, like, People are doing things they never thought they'd do, or they're noticing something they never noticed before. It's like a shifting of worldviews in a lot of the scenes. So I was thinking about that, and that seems like a good title for that sort of thing. Yeah, I was I was tempted, man. Uh, if I could have used the Madonna uh, in this episode, I probably would have. <laughs> yeah, it just kind of, you know, popped up. So uh, we are now into the first scene. Um, this uh, this episode, I actually had an assistant director, Michael Lewis, who wasn't able to join us, but uh, he mixed the first two scenes here. So um, he did the dialogue, I did the sound effects and the, any music on it. So here we have uh, uh, Pete Milan playing Tom. That's T O M Arkell. <laughs> right. And uh, Alicia Lane Pickens coming in as Maddie. Right, and um, actually I have a funny note about this, because as it begins, you know, um, Tom is kind of humming a, a little song kind of thing, and I put in the script that Pete had to hum something tuneless, and I was like, tuneless, Pete, you can do it, that's what I put in the script, and and he said in the chat, I, I don't think I can, and I'm like, yeah, okay, all right, I guess I'll go with the tune then. <laughs> I was just like, don't be recognizable, at least. Because he knows, like, every song that ever was. I mean, Pete is, like, the biggest pop culture nerd. He knows. He, he'll throw in the most obscure references to everything everywhere. And I'm like, just don't do it. Don't. Don't do it this time. <laughs> oh, and then we have uh, we have Tom here, who seems to be getting crazier and crazier every episode. Such words, Yes, and, um... I, I do like his whole, you know, highfalutin talk. That was fun to write. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask about that because... Uh, Which is all completely ridiculous, okay? And for the record, no, I do not read weird romance novels. This comes from nowhere except my imagination, I, I swear. <laughs> I don't even think this is in romance novels, really. <laughs> it's a little weird. But uh, the funny thing is, it, it really seems like Maddie is liking it. <laughs> right, because she's kind of charmed by the whole thing. <laughs> and um, But this is also like an example of he's starting to be like, you know, I would love it if you worked for me. And she's like, wait, what the hell? I would never do this. And yet she's kind of considering it. Makes it like it's going to be very interesting when the real Tommy comes back. <laughs> yes, very different. Uh, <laughs> I can just see it. I can see it right now. Is uh, everybody's going to want Tom, not Tommy? <laughs> right, exactly. And then it's all super confusing. 
Then perhaps destiny has <laughs> intervened. Because he's just such a smooth talker. So did you have, I mean, other than just your imagination, you, you had no other influences for his uh, uh, interesting dialogue? Um, no, not really. I want to say that there was a little bit of it in the previous episode, so I just picked it up and ran with it. I, I don't remember if that's actually the case or not. I think it is, just because I wrote this so long ago now. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I'll just note that uh, Pete here did an excellent job of whenever he has to either move away from the mic or, uh-huh. as it, in the script it says, you know, he runs into the kitchen. Pete actually got ran up away. from it. Yeah, got up from his mic and ran away. I didn't have to do any sort of uh, mixing tricks to get that to work. Well, you know, anybody who's directed knows what what stuff is going to be bad if you don't actually do it. So a lot of times, like, there will be something like my character goes into the kitchen and gets a glass of water or something, and I will actually drink a glass of water because you can't really mix in the the stu- the sounds correctly unless you actually do it. Yeah. So there was, and there was, like, a scene in Vegas where I was supposed to eat an apple and then die. So I did that. I did. I um, I tried not hard not to actually die. That was hard, but I managed. And I was like, shouldn't be recording this alone. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say you're very much alive. So. Uh, I am. So it worked out. <laughs> All right. So now we're into the second scene here, and we have uh, Devi played by uh, Shane Nolan and Hooks playing. Uh, or I'm sorry, Perry Whittle playing Hooks. And then in a second here, we're going to have uh, Catherine Pride coming in as Tithia. Actually, right. I guess she's already here. And this is where, you know, you're you're really getting the idea that, you know, maybe Tithia really, it, it's, it's time to get out sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> and Debbie, like, totally has not noticed until right now that anything is bugging her. You know what I mean? Yep. So, and right, Kath- that was... Oh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Finish your thought. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say that. And so, Debbie has never even considered, weirdly, that this would be kind of a problem, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, Kat did an awesome job in portraying a little uh, uh, off-put by Hooks is probably naked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she did a great job in all those takes there, making it seem like she was really uncomfortable. She does a super uncomfortable annoyedness. So, yeah. <laughs> Very well done. And uh, here we have uh, Brian Reed as uh, Zeph. We've heard a little bit of him before, but now he's uh, he was just in a few parts earlier or a few episodes ago. But now he's got more of a, a role. We see that he's sort of like, I guess, the administrative assistant. Right, yeah, kind of the front desk. And uh, uh, he did an incredible job. I, I mean, every single one of his takes had so much emotion behind them that uh, it was really hard to choose which ones to use. And he is really so much fun as a character. So, I yeah. mean, I think, you know, he was always intended to be minor, but it's just fun to write him, so he just starts turning up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, I hope Brian had a good time with it, because he definitely seemed like he did. Yes. <laughs> and here we have uh, Renee Christine Jones as Socks coming in. who seems... I love writing Socks. She is so much fun to write. <laughs> Everybody loves writing Socks. 
I know yeah. Renee mentioned that she loves writing socks as well. I, I mean, don't get undressed yet. What I don't know. I just hear her in my head constantly. It's so it just it just comes. It's easy. <laughs> and uh, Socks is, I guess, very happy that uh, uh, Maddie had given her all that uh, information earlier, and now she's now she's rolling in it. She's I think she's a lot happier at uh, um, shenanigans. Yes, with her limit of two dicks per day. <laughs> Which I came up with out of nowhere. That was not like... <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know where it came from, but there was. I just love the line. <laughs> and uh, even if they're on the same person. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I just, I also liked that she just somehow suckers Madeline into like kind of making out with her. Like Madeline totally did not intend this to happen. Yeah, and, and both of them, uh, Renee and Alicia, did such an awesome job because in the script it called for a lot of, you know, uh, kissing sounds between the uh -huh. dialogue, and they did such a great job in that. Yeah, that's another thing that you just kind of have to do. Like, you, you have to make out with your hand. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, usually I would, you know, cut and paste some of that uh, kissing noises and uh, Frankenstein it all together, but I didn't have to do that at all. Mm-hmm. And they have directing experience too, so yep. see, we know. Yep. <laughs> uh oh. And we find out Tommy offered her a job, and now Sox is going to warn her about Major. I, I'd be scared of Major too, really. Yeah, and I again, that was another thing where I was like, okay, there's no way Major would not have a problem. So I made sure that was in there. Because, yeah, she can't just waltz in and be like, oh, yeah, Tom said I'm working for uh, you now. So, guess we're co-workers. <laughs> and, and I'm in charge of security. <laughs> yeah, that too. little uncomfortable. <laughs> but, it, it's, I mean, it sounds like Sox wants her to come work for uh, Tommy. Or yeah, talk. I think Sock's like, you know, as long as Major doesn't kill you, it'll probably be fine. I mean, I'm not really in charge. It's all temporary anyway. So, yeah, Madeline is obviously more torn about this than anybody. Yeah, I, I can imagine that. And especially where she talks about how she's been trying to put Tommy away, and now he offers her a job. Yeah. So this is a total shift in her worldview. Like, what is happening? How can I be even considering this? And yet, here I am. Uh, and then here's the... Here's the shouting. Yeah, Pete again with the shouting. <laughs> and they're <laughs> kind of hurrying up and trying to get dressed. And Right. Fuck <laughs> me. <laughs> I love the dialogue. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I think he had a little ad lib in there. But, you know, that's him. That's yeah. Pete. yeah, he does throw in a lot. I didn't use very many ad libs for Tom because of, because of the weird dialogue. But uh, um, 
definitely for whenever Tommy comes, I am always using his ad libs because you know <laughs> he he knows Tommy. Yes. And oh yes. And when Tommy Tommy is not shy of, of saying his mind sometimes. I have. You're right. And will you accept, please, Madeline? It's just so funny because it's like kind of romantic, and I am, like, the most anti-romance person there is. <laughs> so I'm growing. That's what I'm I'm doing. Growing as a writer right here. Any chance that uh, Kingery's going to become a, a romance? <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Ugh, never. I love I loved that, the, the direction in the... Uh, in uh, this one, where Tommy is run or Tom is running out, I just thought it was uh-huh. really funny that you know he's he's running out and as he's running out, yes, then thank you for uh uh using uh shenanigans and come with me and we'll get a drink at the bar. <laughs> yes. It would totally not what Tommy would do. <laughs> no, Tommy would never do something like that. You couldn't get more different than that. And here we are into the last scene here. Back. Yeah, and the scene heading for this is exterior. Where are we? Yeah. That's what I put. I have no... I'm like, oh, they're somewhere. That place they're at. Yep. I used... Uh, in the previous episode, I had uh, explosions and an eerie wind and stuff like that, but I figured they were past that, so I just basically edited out all the explosions and went with just the eerie wind as the background. I like that, too. Because then you know that they've gone somewhere. You still don't know where, but that's okay. You don't really need to know. But we find out. and oh, Well, yes. All of a sudden, Asa goes from a, uh, um, I don't know, a homeless uh, vagrant to a former uh, mob family member. Yep, that's the gigantic reveal. And I got to do it. Yeah, I was going to ask you, uh, so that was that was in the outline for this episode, was the reveal? Yes. Awesome. But I got to come up with his name. <laughs> Very good. I like, I like Anthony. Anthony's a good one. Yeah, I like it. It's Italian. You know. Yeah, yeah. And that ain't a bad thing. Not so sure about that. <laughs> so that was exciting, and it was fun to write. I got goosebumps when I wrote it. I got goosebumps when I read it. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my God, Asa is not, not who he th- says he was, or he's been hiding himself." Well, you always knew there was more to Asa than you than you really knew. Yeah, you didn't really know how much. Yeah, I was under the impression that he might have been like a cop or something, or uh huh. But uh, to find out that he was a former uh, mobster, woo, that threw a curveball to me. Well, there's been so much stuff with Asa in the works for so long. It was fun to finally pull it all together and have a big reveal. So. Yeah, I'll, and I got I'll, to do it! Yay! I'll be honest, though. I, I kind of choked up when uh, uh, Carl Glassmeyer, who's playing Asa, mentioned how he was standing there watching his family being killed. I, I kind of got choked up a little bit there because 
I can imagine how hard that would be. And he did a really great job. He did. I mean, he's been playing Asa for so long now. It just feels so much like, you know, a part of him, I think. Mm-hmm. It, it really brought him to the next level, you know? Yeah. That's the great thing about these people who played the parts for the so Henry, long. Season 5, Episode 8. And we're done! And we're done. And now we have Bruce Busby reading the credits here. Tommy yep. Alicia Lane Pickens as Madeline Gray. And uh, I guess let me turn this down Harry a little bit because Bruce is so Catherine loud Hyde compared to everybody else. His voice just carries. It's very commanding. It does. He makes a great uh, announcer or uh, credit reader. Yes. So, let's see. This was episode eight. Uh, I guess this was your last episode for the season? Yep, that's right. So, we will see you again next season. Yay! Yay! What are we? We're only four episodes away from the season finale. Yep, with even more awesomeness to come. Yeah, I know. With this much awesomeness, I don't know what else can be done to make it more awesome, but I know there's more. You'll see. Well, thank you, uh, Susan, and thank you, everybody out in Kingery Land, and uh, we will see you all again next month. Yes, thank you. Bye-bye.